Hey there, and welcome back to the Hardly Late Show. I am your host, Chandler. And guess what? It's the 10th episode. 10 episodes. Who to thunk? Not me. And you know, 10 episodes may be small potatoes to some, but in my life, I don't think I've ever created 10 installments of anything. So it's a pretty huge deal for me. And I just want to take the time to thank you for listening and supporting, and yeah, didn't think I'd make it, but I did. And here we are. So I'm not going to drag you through a retrospective over 10 episodes, but I do want to say that I feel like I've changed in some ways since episode one, Um, especially since I started out doing this show because I had quitted my part-time job and I just felt like I needed to be doing something productive even though I really wanted to do a creative project as a goal for a long time, I sort of allowed that like need to be busy to overtake it. And I think that, you know, as I've gone through the show and I've done more episodes, I've sort of like, you know, gotten to more of a rhythm and I just started doing it more just for, I guess the love of the game. Um, but even like, uh, from a mental place, I feel like I've changed as well. You know, as I was leaving that part-time job, I was still in this sort of survival fear-based mindset. I was afraid of like, you know, I guess most importantly money, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm not making the extra money. What if something bad happens and I can't help my family or save myself for, and it was just kind of like excessive, you know, I think I've also learned in my personal life, just, you know, better budgeting, wiser spending, um, also that working, you know, 80 hours a week was really neglectful of myself and was actually fueling that fear-based survival mindset because, you know, I don't even have room to breathe or, you know, gasp for air. And it's always just go, 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 go. And I was just sort of trapped in this like cycle. And I'm glad that I made a decision, you know, for myself, you know, losing the part-time job, it was a sacrifice that I had to make in order to get to a better place mentally and you know 10 episodes in I don't regret it I think I made a good decision and I'm glad that I'm here to share my experiences with you and yeah I'm really excited to see where things go this feels like the first chapter in a much longer adventure so thank you for hanging in there with me Something else that was really great that came out of leaving my part-time job was that it pretty much opened up more time and space to do the things that I really wanted to do, but I told myself that I couldn't do because I have to work and I need to make this money and I can't afford to take a day off or rest. And I would say like in 2022, I've probably traveled more and interacted and reconnected with family and friends more than I've done in the past three, four years. Um, And that sounds kind of crazy, but yeah, I pretty much told myself, I guess subconsciously, that I I couldn't travel, I couldn't visit people, I couldn't rest, I couldn't pursue any sort of passions. And, you know, I realized that I pretty much just was so stuck in that survival mode mindset that I just could not see living any other way outside of it. And I'm glad that I was able to snap out of it long enough to make changes to my life. 
And I don't think I would have snapped out of it as well as I did if I didn't do this podcast. One thing that this podcast encouraged me to do was to really listen to myself and trust my inner authority. Deciding to leave my part-time job and start this podcast was a huge leap of faith, and I would not have been able to do that if I did not take the time to really listen to myself and trust myself that things would be okay, that I didn't need to work two jobs to save family or myself from imagined disasters that I could not predict anyway, and really just clinging to these external factors that I have no control over. What I do have control over is myself and my reactions, and knowing that I can be resourceful or ask for help if something were to happen. I don't need to panic or hoard or work myself to the bone or deny myself happiness to prepare for or prevent a catastrophe or rainy day that may never come. And, you know, letting go of survival mode or a fear-based mindset or a scarcity mindset or whatever you want to call it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of mental energy and bandwidth required to imagine possible negative futures and it's not really conducive to the present and you're not really thinking about what you can do now and doing these episodes really gave me an opportunity to slow down and step back and really look at my life and understand that things are going to be okay. (laughs) It's going to be just fine. I'm putting in the work. I'm doing what I need to do. I'm doing my due diligence. I'm, you know, paying my bills. I'm very privileged to be able to keep my life on track. And that took, you know, that was work. That was sacrifice. That was dedication. And I need to have faith in that and have confidence in that and know that that is going to help me moving forward. No matter what crisis, disaster, scary thing is going to happen in the future. I can't predict the future. I can't control the future, but I can, you know, live in relationship with my present and actually try to enjoy my life and make the most of it. And this change in my mindset has really allowed me to go a lot easier on myself and for once practice some self-compassion, which is very alien to me, especially since I've grown up as a perfectionist and a people pleaser and never really seeing the ways in which perfectionism had has sabotaged me and put me in compromising positions and really just sort of burned me out, exhausted me, made me resentful towards things. And yeah, I'm, this is a lifelong journey of, you know, deprogramming from that. And I just wanted to say that I know in most podcast platforms, this is Mar- this show is marketed as a or categorized as a self improvement podcast. But I think at the core of this podcast, it's self compassion. And like I said, like all the way in episode one, I'm not a guru or philosopher by any means, but I'm slowly realizing that I can't have self improvement, real self improvement, without self compassion. And I think, at least in today's world, uh, maybe we like sub- subconsciously or consciously use perfectionism as a vehicle for self-improvement. But the problem with perfectionism is that 
you know, if I don't meet my self-improvement standards by my self-improvement timeline, then perfectionism becomes the sword upon which I fall. And I'm learning that self-compassion gives me the space and the grace to accept my shortcomings and to, you know, pick myself back up. And with perfectionism, there's no room for failure and there's no room for weakness. So when you fall on that sword, you may not get back up. And perfectionism almost caused me to stop doing the show for a little bit. Um, around episode five, I took a, about a three month hiatus just because I just felt that I wasn't meeting my inflated expectations of how things should go. And it took me, you know, a while to sort of rest and unpack and understand that that was just me creating these high expectations for myself because I was trying to control an outcome that I could not control. And I had to really accept my limits and honor those limits and learn to just be okay with it. Learning that if I don't meet expectations, that it doesn't make me a failure. It just means that I need to set more realistic expectations. But I was so willing to throw everything out the window because I felt that I was a failure. And that is the danger of perfectionism. That's why I'm always harping on it because that will kill your goals, that will kill your dreams faster than anything else. And I feel like the only antidote to perfectionism is self-compassion. And because of self-compassion, that's why I consider 10 episodes a huge win. You can't see me right now, but I'm looking real proud of myself. I had to learn to set realistic expectations that honor my limits and respect my boundaries and like my need for rest and gives me room for failure. And by actually meeting that expectation and following through on it, that has made me more motivated than ever compared to when I was a perfectionist or I'm, you know, recovering perfectionist where I would set a unrealistic expectation, not meet it, then tear myself down and beat myself up about it. And then because of that failure, give up and never want to try again. And that has been a recurring pattern for me in my life for as long as I could remember. So I'm really glad that I'm kind of getting with the program now and stepping out of that cycle. And if any of this resonates with you, I definitely would like to encourage you to consider self-compassion, to also, you know, be realistic with expectations and also just, you know, focus on the little wins and much like interest, it will compound into bigger ones. You know, in my case, every episode that I did was its own win and that got me all the way to 10 episodes. And that's, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, at least for me, like I said before, I've never created 10 installments of anything. So 10 episodes is quite the milestone for good old Chandler. And I couldn't have done it without your continued listening and continued support. Seriously, thank you. So if you want to celebrate with me, feel free to reach out at hardlylateshow at gmail.com. But as always, no pressure, no rush. It's always a good time. You're hardly late. Bye for now.